Hello to all our listeners today. Um, you are now listening to Tato Pitwani speaking to Gyalibu Khantabele. We've actually known each other for a couple of years. And on this segment, or rather this particular episode of A Conversation, we just wanted to talk about persistence, um, the art of being persistent in all that we do. Um, yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Gyalibu Khantabele. And Tato, thank you for having me, man. Yeah, man. So it's actually what's interesting about this one is just the fact that when we started out uh, just trying to figure out conversations and, and what to speak about, persistence came to mind. And then, you know, one of the most persistent people I've seen in my life, at least in particular, would be you. And right. So because of that, I really wanted to, to talk about kind of not only the things that you've experienced, but the things that we've been uh, experiencing together. Uh, one thing comes to mind. Wait, how long have we known each other? Bruh, 2007, So it's been more than 10 years. More than, okay, so more than 10 years knowing each other. And then, you know, that was throughout, throughout high school. But then there was a time as well that, you know, as, as you went into university, um, you were running, right? I yeah. remember this particular thing and we actually just touched on it a bit. But you were running, how many k's was that? I actually did not keep track. I'm assuming <laughs> it's, it's, it's 5k. I'm assuming, or may, maybe, maybe even more. Okay. I don't okay. think our phones at that point could record distances. That's actually true. We, yeah. we didn't have that for yeah. us. No, okay, so we're going to assume it's 5k. And we had 5k's. And what's interesting is the fact that you picked me up and said, listen, we're going to go running. Because I was also interested in running at the time, just to work out, just to exercise. And absolutely devastating experience (laughs) one of the most grueling tasks i've ever had to 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 go through is specifically the first time because we're running through different terrain and with like uphill slopes and like downhill and all these things um but there was one particular time that came to mind that i just wanted to give you props for is there was a time that i was absolutely dying actually you might think of it and remember that it was more than once but the idea was I am losing momentum and I'm completely tired. And instead of even jogging, I start to walk. And then you kind of, what you did was you paced back and then you started pushing me um, to pick up the pace. And then from that, I got my second in and I remember that. And even though I wasn't going as fast as I started, you know, I was still moving. And because of that, it's kind of like that, that whole, you know, inertia and just like gaining momentum. Once yeah. you go, you keep going. And I remember that that was really a powerful moment for me and in knowing that you were there for, for that to happen. But then for you, you know, how did you make sure that you were able to, to cover those distances and not slack off? So I started doing uh, cross country in high school. I only started my grade 11 year. Yeah. And I only did it out of curiosity. A lot of my classmates would say, man, cross country is brutal. Yeah. This is death. Yeah. So since I was playing field hockey at the time, I experienced that, the, the fitness we had to do as brutal. Yeah. But it, it was good because you see the results on the sports field come, come game day. Mm. So I decided to try it out and see what these guys are complaining about. And I trained for it. It was okay. When you're training, you'd, you'd, I had no guidance whatsoever. So. I just heard you run six kilometers and I said I'm gonna run a very long distance so I made an estimation yeah yeah so my base oh, so you just you you didn't even like try to have a more accurate picture of what 5k's was you were just like you I know just, what I just ran it and I, I said think I, think, is... I think this is far enough <laughs> that's a good okay so looking back maybe I, I ran more I mean you are younger you, your body doesn't really feel yeah. that much yeah um so my first race was in i think it was in brits uh, not far from coach's room now um i remember going through i think i had three laps it was uh, the whole one lap was two kilometers so i had to go through it three times yeah yeah and i started off good as we all do of course yes you know and Throughout the race, you, you, you start to feel fatigue way in. Yeah. And I said, no, man, I have to finish. Yeah. I have to finish. And I just told myself, I am not going to stop. Yeah. I'm not going to walk. I'm not going to stop. Yeah. I can run at a slower pace. And I did that. Yeah. 
and that was it. Um, also, being part of a sports team taught me things like singing when you guys are warming up. Yeah. You know, you, you clap hands and sing. Yeah. You know, so that is what I was doing. So yeah. just imagine everyone else is running. Yeah. There's one guy by himself just clapping hands and singing. Yeah. I'd like, because that's how I also got to distract myself from the, the fatigue. Yeah. Although running and singing and clapping hands sounds to be a more it does. training. Yeah. Yeah, uh, exercise, sure. but it got the job done at that point. So after I told myself, I am not going to stop. Yeah. Yes, I think that's where everything just started. Just to have that one goal, I am mm. not going to stop. Yeah. Maybe people will say, your goal should be to finish. Yeah. But at that point, finishing was inevitable. I mean, even when I was training, in order for me to finish, I gotta get back home. I can't just stop anywhere and spend the rest of my day there. So I have to go home. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So even in the race, I just wanted to to prove something and see what these guys were, were actually complaining about. Yeah. Yeah. You actually reminded me. There was a time I spoke to a friend, Joas. Um, he's also been running. And what's crazy is he started running. Okay, years later. This is after you and I were running. Uh, he started running around the same amount of of case that I was. And a little while later, he tells me, listen, man, I'm joining marathons now. And for next year, he's preparing himself to run the Two Oceans Marathon. Oh, I don't know how many Ks that one is, uh, but okay, it's yeah. a lot. And so the, the, the idea really... 42. 42 I think Ks. a marathon is 42, and then the comrades double that. Ah, wait, see, that's my mistake. Okay, so he, he, did, he did the Two Oceans Marathon. He's working on the comrades. Because what he told me was, this was you know, something hectic for him to accomplish. Now he's going for the bigger one. And so if that one is 42, then definitely the bigger one is what he's working on now. And that's the comments marathon. And so that's his goal for next year. But you can imagine that we started that slow progressions. You know, he was just persistent enough to say, listen, I'm going to do this as many times as I can, as frequently as I can, until I get to a point where, you know, I've, I've surpassed my limit and I'm setting myself a new bar. So... Okay, but with that same in that with that same wavelength, or rather with that same thought, where did you start? Like with the cross country, like as in like your your first finish. This is where you were, and then towards the end, you know, your progression led you to finish at a certain other position. So after the the first day, so there were seventy so senior students, and I came in sixteenth. Yeah, and I felt like I was dying. <laughs> At 16. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, to, to the podium finishes, number one, two, three, say, oh, man, 16 is bad. Yeah. But for someone who had never done uh, long distance running, yeah. I said, wow, this is absolutely cool. Yeah. I made it to 16. So then I set the bar for the whole season to finish at least one race yeah. at number 10. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did that. And the following week, I was number 14, yeah. number 13, number 12. And then I think the penultimate uh, race, I dropped to 17. Yeah. And then the last race for the year, yeah. that's when I came out 10th. So that, that was it. I just fought for it. I, yeah, I, I just ran my lungs out. Yeah. I did not care about fatigue at that point. <laughs> I just had to say, listen, you're going to make the top 10. Yeah. And I was just really chuffed. And I actually did not find out yeah. um, when, uh, at the end of the race, sure. no one said anything. Oh, so, I, what, what, so I found out at, at, at assembly, you know, you, so at assembly they, they would um, mention who made the top, uh, the top three, you yeah. know, and then you get your honorable mentions. Yeah. So I was just chilling there <laughs> in line and they said, hey, Kjalbohan Tabela also came out 10th. Like, what? Yeah, yes. there you so, go. So, yeah, I was really chuffed with myself. And my friends were there because I told them, guys, I got to finish 10th. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, so. So would you say, like, what helped you, like, focus on that persistence? One would be, or rather focus on achieving that thing, is, is keeping a clear, clear-cut goal of what you're doing? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next thing would be probably being able to, to make yourself like make a reasonable goal i think that was necessary because if you like you you pushed for 10th hard yeah, right yeah 
but then had you pushed would you say had you said like something like first place you would have been even more disappointed obviously you have to there's a there's a gray area and you have to figure out this is far-fetched and then this right here is too small of a goal yeah. but around the middle this is me really saying that i'm doing all i can but i can definitely still achieve it yes yeah um remember back in high school we were taught that the smart principle about setting goals i don't remember what all yeah i remember that what all the letters stand for but uh the specific measurable, measurable attainable, attainable realistic and there's a time like wow yeah you see there you go that's that's all you remember from school yes. sometimes but that's a real yeah. thing so i also had to take into consideration if i want to uh come in first yeah I have to train harder than I already was. Sure. At that point, academics was more important for me. So I had to, I had to now practice more than the practice we, we were getting from our coaches at school. Because you got to practice by yourself. I mean, you put in the hours when no one is uh, watching you. Yeah. And that's when you actually create that's, that's uh, gaps is. between mm. you, you and your competitors. Yeah. Right. So at that point, something realistic. So I just for that because I saw it was possible with the first day I said I can come in 10th yeah. it's not like um, after that first race number 15 was 100 meters in front of me you know it was less than 100 so if you can just improve your fitness just a little bit you can get to to that uh, person can get to 15 can get to 14 and so forth yeah yeah definitely um, and you actually reminded me there was a time and this was like during during my mission. So we went to we went to Table Mountain, and what was happening was I was thinking, why don't we just take the cable way because that makes the most sense. It looks better. Exactly. And you know we realized that it's pretty expensive. So it, the idea was simply, listen, we can just hike. You know, we can just trail our way upwards, and we'll see how it goes. And so the situation was, we start at the very like it wasn't even at the base of the mountain really, but it was somewhere towards the middle. So you look at it from from where you're at and you think, you know what, I can do this. This is fine. Yes. And, you know, a good 10, 20 minutes in, we're all in there and we take breaks for each other. That's how it was. That was the situation. So okay. someone someone would say, okay, guys, I'm tired. And then we all take a break because of that. Yes. And someone else says, okay, guys, I'm tired now or my leg hurts or I sprained my ankle. Something like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. someone would always say something and then because we're walking as a group, we are going to, we're just going to go. Yeah. So... One other person, interesting enough, um, I, I don't even remember his first name, but his surname was Lund. Now, Lund, like, he, he was like, listen, I'm just going to enjoy myself. I'm going to go. So, apparently, like, back home, he was used to just being on mountains. He was used to just hiking and doing all these sorts of outdoorsy things. And so, he just ran up. See, you, you, think, you think I'm kidding when I say he ran up, but he ran up. Uh, I don't know where he got it i don't know how he had that energy on that particular day yeah. but it makes sense that through consistent effort throughout the years this task was slightly easier for him and so he goes up and then i think you know what he, if he can go i can go too so i go up and i decide you know what i'm gonna leave the group i'm just gonna i'm gonna trail by myself and then you know halfway there i'm completely suffering and it's crazy because you look up or rather i looked up Lund isn't above me. I look down, the group isn't below me. So I'm just alone for some, I don't, I don't know how many meters. And I'm terrified, low key, right? So I'm like, you know what, dude, I'm gonna, I just I have to keep moving because I can't go back down and I can't stay here. So I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. And so I went for it. And then eventually I get to him and I'm absolutely exhausted. He's just relaxing. He's sitting on top of a rock. Yeah. And I speak to him about it while we're it's just the two of us and then he says to me actually this is like the third or fourth time i've hiked it and i'm thinking so you've been running each time and he says yeah man like i've been doing it and you know that 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 gave me perspective on how you achieve amazing things amazing things for other people one but amazing things more importantly for yourself yeah you're able to do that because you say you know what i'm gonna put in the effort i'm gonna think about the goal i'm gonna think about the motivation here and now and then I'm gonna do what's necessary consistently till I get there. Yes. So I just want to ask, I know you just touched on it, but yeah. I really want to, if you can, just give 
an explanation of what you experienced, what went through your mind, your whole body, your heart. <laughs> when you were sitting in the middle of the mountain, you don't see land, you don't see the group you left behind. What was happening? What were you thinking about? I, I feel like that what happened right there yeah. should have changed something about you. Yeah. It definitely changed the way you see the world. So do you know what that <laughs> is? I, I can't say anything in particular, but I have so many things coming to mind already. So for, for one thing, I think the decision was what changed a lot of things. Like it was it was really a Nike moment. It was that just do it. It was it was legit one of those situations where I realized that like being still has no assistance for me in any way, shape or form at that particular time. Yeah. You know, there's only there's only three options, yes, but two of them are the worst options I can take. Because if I go down, then I am increasing the difficulty. Right? Because I already know I'm gonna go down and then I'm gonna <clears throat> either meet up with the group and then we walk all the way back up again. Or I go down and then everybody else gets to the top and I don't see what we wanted to see. I don't get a chance to experience what I wanted to experience at the top of the mountain. Okay. Right? And so if I just sit there as well, I think just the ideas. I mean, like, it's, it's, I feel like it's, it's very good to have or to be comfortable in your own space. Um, but at that time, in such a situation, I realized that, like, this is not a good place to be still in. This is a place that I'm completely uncomfortable. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not afraid of heights, but for some reason, at that time, I was, I was very, very just worried. And we're hiking out. Yo, silly thing. I was hiking this thing with Chucks, bro. So I'm wearing Chuck Taylors and it's slippery. Yeah. But I'm like, dude, we need to get get off. Yeah. The point is we need to get off. So the only way we can do this is to move upward and onward. And so I'd say maybe the, the change was to to understand that I am at all times an agent of change. Like at all times, like the situation I'm in requires me to act in what seems like the best option or rather the, the best the best channel at tackling the issue and doing it so like it, requ it required that action and i feel like that that's something that was important but what i was going through without a doubt i was i was anxious i was worried i was a little bit scared as well um physically see in preparation physically i thought Bro, I've been running, I've been ready. But it's different muscle groups, buddy. And it's different, yeah. you know, it's different, uh, uh, um, what's the word? Different terrain. Yes, different terrain, yeah. different level of intensity. So my muscles are burning, I'm tired. So mentally, um, I'm kind of out of it. And physically, I'm definitely feeling that fatigue is about to set in. But then the idea is, bro, you're either going to keep your head down and keep moving, or you're not. Yeah. And there's no way, like, no one's going to come with a helicopter to take you off this. No. No, no. There's no <laughs> one who's about to help you, bro. <laughs> there's no one who's about to help you. And it was actually even more terrifying on the way down because of those chucks. But either way, the idea was don't stop. It was literally do not stop. In the same way that you said it. Yeah. It was exactly as that. Um, because when you stop, you legit, you're, you're, you feel worse, bro. You definitely do, man. Yeah definitely do and it's something that you don't want i'm um, going back to that situation would you say to some small extent that you are in a fight or flight situation you have to choose looking back was it fight or flight see what's wild about this though is like when we say flight we mean like i'm, I'm escaping this thing it's taking the easy way out going to oh, going back to the oh, group okay, I feel you. because okay. the fight would be I'm going to take this head on by myself definitely definitely and I okay so one other thing is like I'm I'm like I used to be deathly scared of snakes but now I'm just like a little scared and so which is within reason but at the time I remember also thinking about that I remember just thinking bro I'm the only person here and this is a mountain with experience that we've had where we grew up like we yeah. already know bro like you live in a mountain you might see a snake you might see a monkey you might see whatever yeah you know so i'm just thinking you know what maybe i should keep moving because this is this is all i can do yeah i have to i have to keep moving so if it was definitely fight or flight i think it it, it, it had to be i think the best way to sum it up would be that 
And yes, I think at that time the choice was to fight. And in, interesting enough, that's exactly what you do every single time. Like if you were running or we were running, the idea was, hey man, you could choose the easy way out right now. Yeah. Or you can choose the more difficult one, but the one that's filled with more rewards. And I think that worked. Oh yeah, I just love how that situation really does change the way you see things. Yeah. Because once you get that that first one, it, you you're really afraid of a lot of things. But after you overcome that, you can take things on. Yeah. You know, you you're not as afraid as you would have been before that. I feel like um, so I'm just gonna defer a little bit to to anime. They used to talk about. <laughs> I, I watched uh, Naruto. They used to talk about the will of fire. Yeah. Right. So I said, okay, this will of fire. Don't really get it. But then you'd hear people talking about a fire in your chest. Yeah. And the more I, I start to picture all these things, I just pictured complete darkness. Yeah. And then like that. Yeah. Just a spark inside you in the middle of the darkness just a spark yeah. that's all you, you you needed and then it ignites into this massive flame man and you take that with you wherever you go yeah i think that's, that's a real thing yeah. yeah that that process there i mean you you have a fire you have a zeal for whatever comes your way you, you'll be able to take on challenges like no one's business man. definitely and i think also like remembering the things you've accomplished help you persevere in new challenges as well so being mindful of, listen bro, I've done this, I've accomplished this, I've been through this, it means that the next thing, you know, you're just adding fuel to that very same fire to say that you are capable and that you can make it happen. And so actually on, on, another, on another front as well, um, I remember we discussed, it was at the be yo, bro, beginning of my studying, you've been studying for some time as well, and you told me of a couple of things that you saw there and then and like I'm, I find it very interesting so if you're comfortable with that like no, just no, just yeah, please sure. like let's talk about that just talk about how you know you you had your own plans you had your own thoughts about what you want to to accomplish and then you know different things came in your way but you were still able to find yourself in the position that you're in now which I think is absolutely amazing um, but yeah if you can just mention that part as well okay so when I applied to university, I wanted to study chemical engineering. Yeah. So you need those are selection courses where you need to have uh, certain marks. Yeah. And they only take so many students. Sure. But my marks were not good enough for that, so I was put into uh, an extended program. So it was a BSc, not a Bachelor of Engineering yeah. course. So they say just pass your first year, and go over to engineering yeah. so they put me into chemistry and physics I looked at it and said oh, okay cool I can do this all I have to do is pass my first year yeah that did not happen <laughs> it got rough yeah it got really rough um, I practically flunked 60% uh, of my my modules That's in my first good. semester so yeah that, that was devastating I feel like that was the biggest loss biggest failure yeah my, I've had my whole life at 19 my whole world was crumbling yeah. around me because I wasn't the top student in high school but I was above average yeah. if I can say that yeah. so you're pretty confident in your, your, yourself and say no academics I got this down yeah. and then that happened I did not know what to do and coincidentally I was on YouTube around that period and that's when I came across Eric Thomas. Yeah. Uh, right now he's Dr. Eric Thomas. Okay. Number yeah. one motivational speaker, man. Yeah. In the world. So he told he spoke about his story of, of success. There's so many principles that he he laid down. He said, um, so pain can last for a minute, yeah. for an hour, a year but eventually it will subside. Yes. And whatever takes its place will last forever. That's a bar and a half, yeah. And that was really amazing. That was the point he made at the end of, of, of the whole presentation. But that really stuck with me because the failure came with the pain. Yeah. 
I didn't really know how to handle that. Mm-hmm. I can't just pack up my bags and tell my parents, hey, I'm coming back because I can't do this whole academics thing. Yeah. My whole life has been working towards university. I remember I was 10 years old and I said, I want to go to university. Yeah. You see, so I couldn't now. So after now hearing that, I was pumped. Yeah. I was really pumped. And also in that same video, Dr. Thomas now said something about succeed as bad as you want to breathe. So <laughs> listeners, if you haven't seen this video, please just look it up. Yeah, yeah I'm going to look for it too. Yeah. yeah, that man will really change your life. So we move on to the second semester. I'm not kicked out of university, so that's cool. Yeah. But I get a warning letter saying, hey, you screw up two more times, you're out of here. Yeah. So now I'm even more motivated to, to study, yeah. to work harder. And I do that second semester, I go at it. I pass all my modules. Cool. I come back the beginning of next year, yeah. uh, 2014 now. And I, I, I practically have to do my first year, first semester over again. Yes. Yeah. So I cannot now go over to engineering because I failed. Yeah. So the, the dream, the goal is delayed. Cool. I find it interesting that you're saying it's delayed. I find that very it's, interesting. It, it's yeah. delayed. Okay, it's just one more year that I have yeah. to spend studying, but eventually I will get there. Yeah. And then I do that. So first semester, I pass everything. Cool. Still have that zeal. I said, yes, you can do it. Remember, I'm still pumped on Eric Thomas's yeah. words. Still resonate with me to this day. Yeah. And then second semester, I had physics, I had calculus, and I have applied mathematics. Cool. It's three modules. Yeah. You have enough time to study for it. And I did have enough time to study for it. And I go throughout the semester, you pass some here, you fail some tests here, you know, it, it's cool. But I write exams, I fail all three of my modules. What? Like, what is going on? I studied so hard, I was really working hard. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I was actually taking driving lessons because I had to go get my driver's license. Yeah. License, yeah. So, I had to tell the guys, oh, we gotta stop this man. Something more important is waiting for me back in school. Exactly. So I, I come back and I, and I study, man. And I'm not gonna lie, the, I, as I was studying for physics, yeah. man, I hated physics. <laughs> oh gosh, I absolutely hated physics. Mm. I cried, man. Yeah. I cried as I was studying. But I mean, I wiped the tears, paged over, continued Keep reading about torque or electric currents and all, all of that. Yeah. So, and then I write these three exams. Yeah. I go back home. Everything is cool. I go get my, uh, I go for my driver's test. Yeah. Now, I fail that. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh my goodness, bro. I fail that. And I said, like, what, why? I, you know, I did everything right, but then I messed up in front of the instructor. Cool. And then I decided to check my results. I said, I need some cheering up. Yeah. Maybe a win will do. Yes. So I SMS my student number to the university. Within a minute, my results come back. Calculus, fail. Physics, fail. Oh, Applied mathematics, goodness. fail. Oh, my goodness. I'm devastated, bro. man. So now this is, this is like a good round two of this exactly. day. Exactly, right I took two L's in one day, man. Oh my goodness! I took two L's, and after what happened in my first year, yeah. failing sixty percent of my modules and getting a warning letter. Yeah. Now I had failed a hundred percent of my modules. Yeah. And that was just crap. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. So I was now. I already knew that my mailbox has an has a second warning letter yeah. from the university, and. Yeah, I went to the internet cafe. I saw it, and this one was in red, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so this this that lesson that says yeah final warning. Wow. I said okay, cool. Um, yeah. I kept that a secret. Yeah. I just told my parents, listen, I failed. Yeah. I did not do well at all. Yeah. And they said, what? What do you want to do? Do you want to come back home? I said, no, I gotta go back. I gotta go. Get See, that's what's important right there. Yeah, I have, I have to, to go, go back. Exactly, because I had nothing to fall back on. Yeah. You know, at that point, I didn't really understand how the world worked, but I thought the only way to achieve massive success is through university. Yeah. Nah, but that is not the case. Yeah, which is interesting that you find that out when you've already gotten your qualification. Exactly. But yeah. Cool. So, and then they said, well, we support you. But you have to study something different. Yeah. But because I still wanted to study engineering, 
I knew what subjects I needed in order to go over to engineering. So I changed to a course that was similar to the one that I was studying. Yeah. It just had a different name. Yes. So I changed from chemistry and physics to biochemistry and chemistry. Yeah. So the difference is that now physics, the physics I had... Which you don't like. Yes. Yeah. Was now physics for biology. Yes. Now, I didn't like the fact that the physics that I had already passed in my second year now, uh, first semester, was the hardcore physics. Yeah. And then I was going to finish off, cap it off with uh, physics for biology, which, when I look at it, is not as in-depth. So yes. It, I wanted everything to be on the same level, and it also became a prior thing. I had a point to prove to myself. Yes. So I went through the first semester. Um, I, I passed everything. Uh, I had one second opportunity. I had to write out a 60%. I qualified with 40%. Mm-hmm. So you had to write out a... a, a and then you finished with 50 So, yeah. 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 So that didn't happen. I wrote out a 56 the yeah. same, uh, yeah, for that module. Uh, so I had to come back. But the 56 was such a positive for me because... So it's only 4%. Yes. So it's eight marks in an exam that I have to get. Yeah. So I can definitely do that. So I, I did that. And um, I really st- I stayed up late, you know, tried to consult with lecturers. I mean, I would send emails telling them, okay, I don't understand this because They were not available at the time. So they would explain things to me via email. Yeah. You know, and then I wrote out a 68%. So... And That's I a lot with more. The, yeah, yeah, with the, with the 54%. Yeah. So, that was cool. So, coming into the second semester, I was now repeating math because math or uh, calculus now was important for that. And the physics. Yes. So, I took the hardcore physics instead of the physics for biology. Uh-huh. Uh, I did that. I passed all these modules. Cool. And the modules that I failed the first opportunity is calculus. Yeah and physics yes so i'm at that point and i, I don't know what's going on now because my whole world is starting to crumble because I'm, I'm scared because i'm already on my final warning that's a, that's a lot of pressure yes and i called my girlfriend at the time oh she's still my girlfriend yeah i was like sorry, bro, what are you sorry, even doing so i tell her she understands my whole academic situation yeah so i tell her so I'm, I'm crying, there, and I say, man, let's go for a walk. So I take a walk. Yeah. We, we take a walk around campus, and it was a Friday night. So then I come and just come back to study because, well, I, I was writing two subjects on the Monday. Yeah. That was not physics. So... Cool. I cried. She said, bro, you got this. I trust you. I mean, she had so much faith in me. She said, listen, man, I know you can do this. I can drop out now. I know that you'll be able to provide for both of us. Yeah. That was crazy that's a, that's, that's intense. That, that's faith I didn't have in myself. Yes. See, yeah. so really appreciate her for that. And yeah, I came back and I, I studied for physics, man. Yeah, so it was my, my third year doing physics. I studied and... I passed physics. Yeah. Yeah. That's a victory, <laughs> that right? is definitely a victory. Yes. Celebrated. Yeah. Exactly. And calculus was a devil on a different level. I failed that. Oh my goodness. So that's I still couldn't go, exactly. I still couldn't go on to uh, engineering because yes. I failed something. Yeah. So I was now entering my fourth academic year, but my second uh, wait, I was entering my fourth historic year at the university and my second academic year. Right, so now I had to. I still had first year maths, so I was out here giving advice, guys. Don't play around with maths. It's not a joke. It's not not a a joke. joke. Guys, really work hard. So I was that old guy in first year's class doing. Which is actually, I feel like something that wouldn't, obviously, actually would feel the most discouraging. Actually, it is. Yeah. You know, so I I had to. I was humbled by by the situation, yeah. without a doubt. I'm not going to say I humbled myself, no. I, yeah, had, I had no role in, in my humility. The situation just said, Haha. This is but what's happening. Exactly, yeah. just like everyone else, because at the beginning of the semester, we're all the same. Yeah. 
so I had to work. So I was passing everything else. Um, I had uh, hardships in all my other modules, yeah. but then came calculus, man. And because it was my fourth year doing it, now I had to. I, I I did things. We have resource resource upon resource. You can talk to your classmates. You have facilitators that can help us. Lecturers that can help us. YouTube, man. Thank yeah. you so much, YouTube. I mean, <laughs> yeah, got a degree yeah. because of YouTube. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, I ended up passing that. So my fourth year was actually the first year where I passed everything in one year. Bro. Yeah. 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 And after going through that whole debacle with calculus it's still first year calculus in in four years so i had to sit down and think do i want to do this yeah. for another year do i want to take on calculus so i had to think about engineering and i started thinking are there other ways i can become an engineer yeah and i was told oh no get your four-year bsc and go study a master's in engineering you can register to be an engineer after yeah. you get your Masters of Engineering. Yeah. I said, okay. So, I also saw this at the end of my second academic year. I have one year left before I get a degree. Why would I change over to, to, to something else where I have to start at the beginning yeah. of the year? So, yeah. I said, let's get this mm. degree. Cool. Came into third year, which was one of the toughest years mm. I had to go through. Um, you constantly have to remind yourself why you are doing certain things. Yeah. Um, I had I had to think of why I was doing what I was doing. You yeah. Know? Um, Simon Sinek. Yeah. I don't know if you. I remember Simon. Sinek. Yeah, the guy's amazing. So he said, "Great leaders start with why." Yeah. You need to know why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. So I I started thinking, why am I doing this? Well, I need I need to have a good life. My parents, not only my parents, but everyone around me even those that came before my parents worked hard for me to get to the point where i am we have teachers that have invested in us you know yeah family members that have in, invested in us. i mean university isn't exactly the cheapest place yeah fact exactly so yeah I, I thought about what i wanted to do and it got to a point where i said i'm not i don't only want to do this for me yeah uh, it was it wasn't only about now getting a Mercedes Benz or a BMW yeah. or a big fancy house. Mm. I started thinking big. Now I said I gotta set goals. I gotta do something that will leave uh, a legacy for for those that come after me. So I stopped thinking about myself and my kids. So at this point in my life, I'm working for my grandkids. I don't know what they're gonna look like, man. I don't even but you just have to know that you're exactly, working for them. Exactly. Yeah. So it, with that big goal, so I now said I need to do what I need to do. Yeah. So that I can do what I love to do. So. That's a fact. Yeah. All right. Cool. Just so, putting out these bars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that that's what happened. It just had to go through um, everything. I I had to learn things. So I'll. I'm a I'm an introvert. Let's yeah. classify me as an introvert. So you generally don't like socializing that much. But I now had to do what I needed to do. Exactly. So you gotta reach out. Yeah. You gotta reach out to people because I, I know myself and how I had passed. By the way, I passed with fifties. Yeah. Those easier modules in, in inverted commas now, I would get mm, your low sixties. Yeah. So I had to reach out. I knew that this was something I was not going to be able to do alone. Yeah. So you start making friends. You start talking to people. Hey, man, let's work together. You're good at this, you know. Yes. So you start learning how to uh, get gather resources. I started being that person that bothered my lecturers with emails. Hey, man, can I come see you? Yeah. I'm not available this week. Can you? Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you next week. Then. I'll see you next week. Yeah. So. Eric Thomas in that earlier video I mentioned, yeah. he also said, listen man, you have to be willing to sleep outside your lecturer's office. Yeah. I was willing. I was willing. It didn't come to that point, but yeah. with but that, you were ready. Exactly. With that well of fire yeah. inside your chest. Yeah. So I was carrying all of that. Like, I have to get this. Yes. All right? I have to get this. So that is what I did. So I, I was really just um, doing whatever I needed to do, sleep. 
who needs sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sleep is for the day, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, so that is, that is what I did. I had to push through uh, a, a lot of things. Um, this one module I had, molecular biology. Yeah. So that was a very challenging module. Um, it has kept a lot of people from getting their degrees and not going to that. It's, it's, still, was, a, it's still a thing now. It's yeah. still a thing. There, there are people who had to do it four times, man. Yeah. It was the only module they had to do. You have to study one thing four for, times. Si- for six months and you're still struggling to get past it. What? All right? Yeah. Yeah, so I remember I had to, as I was studying for, for the exam, I was behind schedule and there was just so much going on. I was struggling to breathe. Yeah. In a well-ventilated room, so mm. I said, is this anxiety? Yeah. Am I having a panic attack? So I had to now step back and just start breathing slowly. And my roommate is sitting next to me also studying, but I cannot say, hey, bro, I'm freaking out. Yeah. He's gonna just say, hey, man, man up. Yeah, just yeah, do it. We, yeah. we, we're all here. Mm. Cool, so I went out, took another walk, you know, took a walk. Uh, looked at all these flats around me, lights on, I think, yeah, everyone is studying, so we're all in the same boat. I went back, man, and I studied. Still behind schedule, but I had to learn how to calm myself and just go through it. And I feel like I've neglected one major, major thing, and that is God. Yeah. God is just everything, man. Definitely. Uh, that is where I draw my strength. I... I look to him. That is really where I, I draw my strength. The one analogy I love using is that of Superman. So Superman gets stronger the more he's exposed to the sun. Right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. So my God is the one that created the sun. Yeah. So the more exposure I get to the one who created the sun, man, the stronger I get. That's a real thing. Exactly. Actually. Yeah. You know, so... That, that, that's it, you know, spend more time with God, get to know God, my God, will, he has plans for me, you know, that, that verse, I can't yes. really quote it, but he keeps his promises, he, ma- he makes a way, yeah. you know, I don't want to dive into prosperity preaching, yeah. but he, he will take care of you, you know, and that was it, I said, no, my God has done so many things, He's, he hasn't changed, is the same God that parted the sea for yeah. his people back with Moses. The same God is going to help me conquer this this module. Yeah. You know? So that's how I just got through it, believing that I'm finishing. Remember now, I'm in my fifth historic year, yeah. third academic year. People are asking questions. Hey, man, when are you graduating? Yeah, yeah. Right? I said, next year. Just adding pressure. Yeah. yeah, it's pressure on you. And I'm also opening my mind saying next year, but it was good, you know? seeing the goal, seeing myself on that stage as they call out my name before it actually happens also because it was now uh, visual, you gotta see the goal Eric Thomas would say, you gotta see it, you gotta be able to feel it man, smell it, touch yeah. it, taste it yeah, yeah. so that, that was it, I just had to soldier through it and there were a, a lot of rewrites that I had to go through but after passing it man the, the feeling of, of triumph yeah. was, was amazing. So I had organic chemistry. To whoever's doing organic chemistry out there, all the base, man, that is a devil. Chin up, soldier. Chin up. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, the exam, mm-hmm. more than 90% of the class failed. Yeah. The first opportunity exam. So we had to go for the second opportunity. So by the way, I had to qualify for honors in chemistry. Yes. So I had to... Now, pause this module well enough to get into the honors. Yeah, but everyone failed, so we're all looking at each other because we all want to get into that honors program. And yeah, man, we we worked hard. I even went back to basics, man. Yeah, looking at if they explain something like in, in my third year textbook, like I'm supposed to understand it, and I know I don't, I have to go back to that core principle in my first year textbook so I had to go through that and after writing my second opportunity exam there's absolutely nothing I can do I've prayed that God you will get me through this we've been through so much together and I went home it was a Friday 
yeah, the Monday I ran out of uh, mobile data. Yeah. So I don't know what's happening in the world. I'm chilling. I'm like, it's holiday time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then my friend calls me. You know, you have those friends that will call you out of, hey, bro, did you see your marks? I'm like, what? Already? I, I expected him to take the lecture to take a week yeah. to mark our papers. Oh, he did it quickly? Oh, he did it quickly, man. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I checked. I, I bought data and just checked my, my results. And there it was, man pass 53 percent yeah it, it was a pass and I, I i did not believe it my little brother was busy in the study uh, playing games my mom was watching tv in a room I, I was just watching yeah i was in the lounge watching sports so cool and i look at it and say nah man this cannot be. <laughs> this, is, this yeah. is not real yeah so i refresh so many times yeah and i look at everything i'm making sure and it says pass 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 yeah like, I had to come down said, and I went to, to my mom, man, and I said, mom, look at this. I said, it says pass, it yeah. says pass, it says pass, it yeah. says pass. And, and I said, do you understand what this means? She said, no, what's going on? Yeah. I just got my degree, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And, and we just broke down, man. I, I, I cried for, for so long, man. And she cried. We, we were so happy. My little brother said, came into the room, what's going on? Why are you crying? <laughs> I he said, thinks it's a, an upset time, bro, exactly, but it's, it's a good thing. Exactly. I'm like, dude, I just got my degree, man. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because of course he doesn't know. Exactly. He doesn't know, he doesn't right? Know. Yeah. And yeah, man, I, it was just such a happy thing. And looking back, I think that my, my, my 20s, from first, so late teens to very early 20s, that five years really formed me. Yeah. Because coming into honors, the lecturers told us from the get-go, it is tough. Um, by the way, I made, I made honors, so I made it into what, the honors program. What are you program. doing now, exactly? Yeah. yeah, so I made it into the honors program, mm. I passed that, and now I'm in, in, in doing my master's. Exactly. So it was, it was a tough journey. That's but, my favorite part, yeah. Yeah, so what I learned in those five years of warning letters, of failing tests and whatnot, it prepared me for my honors year. I was told that this is tough. Yeah. This is tough. And it was tough. Yeah. But having taken five years to get a three year degree, I know there are people that have taken way longer for such a yeah. but it, our journeys are different. Exactly. But I, what happened to me uh, in that time really just uh, helped help propel me through honors. Yeah. I would get a, a 47 in, a 47% in a test that wouldn't phase me. Yeah, because I had I had experienced much bigger failures. Exactly, and I know that eventually. I because, so basically, so basically, going back to I think it was the one that you mentioned when Eric Thomas was saying that like, when once that pain subsides, exactly what re, what what's gonna be there? What's gonna replace that pain? So so now you're not phased because you've felt it. Exactly, you've listen. You you've calloused basically. You've calloused your mind. You've calloused your heart. You've calloused everything against yeah. any kind of knock. That would have gotten you a couple of years ago. Yes. Now you're ready to go. Exactly. Oh, something I actually forgot to mention, which is actually quite important. I had failed so many times. So failing my first year, there was a pain in, in my stomach. Yeah. And you can't do anything about that pain. That pain lasted a few months. Mm. Right. Failing second year, that was deeper. Yeah. Right. And after failing calculus the third time now. After failing calculus the the third time. I I said, ah, man, you know what, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, I think I became numb to the pain of failure. Yeah. And I think once you get past that, you, you, you become stronger because you're not afraid of, afraid, uh, afraid of failure anymore, you know? Yeah. You're not afraid of failure anymore, and I just took it head on. Yeah. Um, and that's actually going to definitely be a segment. I want to do that exactly. segment for like fear of failure. Yeah. Just, yeah. Exactly. So um, Jay-Z and Kanye West, I think it's the Power Remix. Yeah. Jay-Z's verse. Years ago. Yeah. Why can't the lyrics come to mind now? Bro, that's fine. Yes. Yeah, but if you, yeah, dude, he says something about once you just get over it, man, the world is yours. Basically. That's a real thing. That's basically what it comes down to because you're not afraid of anything yeah i can look at a zero 
uh, percent in a tape and say, ah, man, it's cool. You just shrug it off. You're like, exactly. okay, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, regardless of what it looks like now, I'm about to sort this out. Exactly. It's going to be fine. Exactly. And, you know, just like to, 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 to wrap up, thank you for sharing that. And also, like, that's my favorite part, the fact that you're doing your, your, your master's now. Mare, what I had to say was, what I was thinking right now is just that, you know, to sum up the point, it would be, for one thing, you know, a lot of the time it comes from, okay, not a lot of time, for some people it's an internal thing. You know, it, it comes from within, and that's what's pushing them, that's what's preparing them. Some people, and I think both of us would, would, would fit into this one, it would be like through what we believe is an external force, through God. You see what I mean? So the, the, the be all and the end all of that though is the, the art to persisting and to persevering is in finding your well of strength at the time that it's required for you to tap into it. Yes. Can we say that? Yes. Definitely. Definitely. Find your why. Yeah. Know why you're doing something yeah. and you will get through it, man. Yeah. I think let's just do this in the way I see it. Our parents, I've had my parents complain, oh man, I am so tired of working. I just yeah. want to retire. Mm. They've been talking about this for maybe five to ten years. But they keep doing they, it. Exactly. Because they know who they're doing it for. Yeah. They're doing it for us. And I, oh man, and I find it so interesting that you mentioned, you mentioned family, you mentioned uh, 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 just going through your own reasons, your own like just reasoning of you know what this is what I want to do. It might be pride, it might be whatever, but like I'm saying I'm gonna do this, therefore I'm gonna do it. So there are so many things that you can tap into just to say, bro, we have to keep going. Yes. Because if you don't, then we're in a worse off state than where we where we were when we weren't doing anything. Yeah, yeah. So you, if you can just find your why, man. There's so many different things that you can use just to propel you. Yeah. But if it's something that is just rooted in who you are, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. Man. That's a that's that's real. That's real. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully, like we can, you know, we're giving people what I what I hope that these things would do or, or um, these podcasts would do and just. Give them real world examples of like people doing things regularly and you know excelling in one way or another because we can't say academically you were excelling but we can say your perseverance was something that you excelled at amazingly yeah i'll say that i'll definitely say that and because of that now you are you're, you're a master's bro exactly. you're doing that exactly and i've already have people approaching me for a PhD. Yeah. And I'm not even done with my master's degree yet. And they already say, hey man, we'd love to have you for, for a PhD. That, that's a different topic. <laughs> either way, topic, either way we can see that exactly, it works. Yeah, so, oh, one thing they say in the honor selection program, right? They say they would rather take someone who passes with a, with a 60%, a strong 60, a strong build, a, a thick skinned 60% student yeah. than a very weak 80% student. Which makes you, sense. Exactly, because you got to handle the hardships. Yeah. As when, yeah, when you get into that honors program, it's absolutely brutal. Yeah. Yeah, you have no time for a social life, man. I had a hard time to cook. It was just that It was that hard. Yeah, but, yeah. No, man, but thank you. Thank you for and sharing thank that. Thank you for, for having me, man. Um, so yeah, no, I think we can, we can close that, um, and I hope you enjoyed it to all our listeners and goodbye.